0: you're listening in, Diamond. John Lund as... Johnny Dollar. Frank, I heard Universal of Justice, Johnny. Oh, hi. How are you, Frank? Yeah, a little worried at the moment. Can you help me out? Well, that depends on what I have to do. You have to take a little trip for one thing, a farm near Lexington, Kentucky. Well, it's a slow time of the year to get out in the country. What else? Talk to a man named there. Had a raise horse that secured sixty-five thousand dollars I hate to have to pay the premium on that kind of policy. Well, that's just it, Johnny. Got a wire on my desk here from a man in Cal Cal-Corp's business office. The horse was seriously injured and it <laughs> had to be destroyed. Well, wow. no wonder you're worried, Frank. I'll be right over. John Lund and Another Adventure of a Man with the Action Plastic Spencer Calf, America's fabulous freelance insurance investigator. Here's truly Johnny Dollar. Johnny Dollar. While we take a breather from our program, I'd like to ask you a question. Do you know who Uncle Sam's lawyer is? If your answer is the Attorney General, you're absolutely right. But being legal advisor to the President and other governmental agencies is only part of his job. His main task is running the Department of Justice, which makes sure that the laws passed by Congress are carried out, and that... Lawyers are available when the government must be represented in court. Let me give you an example. Suppose there is some question concerning the amount or kind of tax, you should say. Or suppose you and the government don't agree as to which of you own certain land. That's when the Department of Justice steps in to represent the government side of the case. If anyone is brought to trial for counterfeiting, smuggling, gold hoarding, or passport forging. The Department of Justice prosecutes the case. It also handles all matters dealing with legal immigration. And all of this activity is the responsibility of an important member of the President's Cabinet, the Attorney General. Just as it is the duty of the United States government to protect each and every one of you, it is the duty of the Attorney General to protect the government of the United States. Expense accounts submitted by Special Investigator Johnny Dollar to the Universal Insurance Adjusters, Suite 814, Kittridge Building, Hartford, Connecticut. The following is an accounting of expenditures during my investigation of the Oklahoma Red Matter. Vengeance account item one, $107.80. Airfare and incidentals between Hartford and Lexington. Item two, dollars and a half. Transportation from the airport to the Great Southern Hotel. Where I checked in and changed clothes. Then to an address on Keith Avenue. Dalgore and Company, Incorporated. Mr. Dalgore is never here, Mr. Spend All this time at the farm, you'll, you'll have to see them there. Or maybe I won't have to bother him at all. How about Mr. Monroe? Mr. Monroe isn't with Mr. Caldwell's office anymore. Well, that's funny. He was yesterday afternoon when he sent my company this wire about the policy. We and Mr. Caldwell uh ended, please. I, I might as well tell you. Oh. Well, is there anybody else around here I can talk to about this? I, I think you have to see Mr. Caldwell. A phone call to the Caldwell farm has disclosed that Mr. Caldwell was out for the day. Another half hour of conversation in the office, and the reluctant clerk finally gave me a name and an address. He was a tall, lanky man who never took his hat off. Dr. Pierce, veterinarian. Well, they come red, huh? Ah, the people who wrote policy sent me down from Hartford. Is there something wrong? Matter of procedure, doctor. Mr. Calgar's office has filed claim for a $65,000 indemnity. Apparently, Mr. Monroe, who handled these things for Mr. Calgar, is no longer with him. We're trying to the call. quarrel. And Mr. Calgary is not around at the moment. I don't get it. The Lord has been down that much in time. He's got a right-fire plane for it. That's good business to get the fire cut off. You uh, treated him? Yes. The wire said something about a piece of machinery. A tractor with a blade. had uh, red, red, back into it. Hard. Cut through his right hand string all I the way to bone. You make out a report in a case like this? we are in it. The animals just like it, he. Only you them alive to get they sometimes. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Well, most of the tenders were cut, huh? They Uh-oh. Yeah. It's notation about the carcass. Cremated on the premises. Like so fast? Well, I don't to that way. Well, want to make my job a little more complicated. Unless we took some X-rays. There's a new lead to reality well, for that. You said him to the time I got there. What are you need for? Of course, if the injury occurred more than anything else. Mr. Calgar called you right after it happened, did he? I can't. I got there maybe ten minutes later. Lord was alone with the horse. The minute I laid eyes on that animal I knew. Have you advised Mr. Calgar he had to be destroyed? I didn't have any choice. Did you consider calling in another vet? No, you Did Mr. Calgar ask you to call in another vet? You no, know, Mr. Dollar. You took me a word for... Why don't you? Part of my job, Dr. Pierce. Hmm? I can't take anybody's word for anything. <laughs> Express account item three, 30 cents. for the private airmail stamp, you took to mail a copy of the complete injury report to a veterinarian service in Cleveland. Item four, $25, car rental. That afternoon, I drove out to the Calgar breeding farm. Like most of the others I'd passed, it was complete with white fences, rolling hills, bluegrass, grass, and a stately colonial residence, just like the movies. A fellow and attractive girl in her early twenties met me at the door. I told her my name and who I wanted to see. You might be Frank Edmond. You hear about Willis? Well, what happened to him? Aren't you? That's right. I'm Mister Calgar.
1: I'm
0: glad to know you. What
1: makes the daddy have read and sold for?
0: Sixty-five thousand dollars. I don't know whether I'm supposed to discuss this with you, Miss Gallagher.
1: If Red had gotten on the practice, you would have doubled that. Crippled the problem. There's not enough money in the world to have that horse. He's a great horse. He must have been. I'm sorry this happened. Brad couldn't stopped Red.
0: Oh, I understand he was injured beyond hope. That's a lie. What's
1: that? Brad couldn't have him. He just did my it. Red was the only thing around his whole place worth anything. It wasn't the horse injured? What's what they'll all tell you. But I can tell you something Lucy, else. What are you
0: talking about, anyhow? It was a terrible oh. thing to do. Go to your room. It was just like murder you know it. Lucy! It was murder. Stop it! <laughs> Any time I've ever had to shoot a horse around here, she gets like that. And that way ever since she was a little girl. I see. I knew I'd have to put up with her action like that. But I'm reluctant to apologize to you for her actions. Ed Pierce told me you were in to see him. I wish you hadn't. I intended to tell you myself, Mr. Cargore. If I've offended you, I'm sorry for it. You look like I'm doing something shady. You have come to me instead of going to him. I tried to. We have to go to everybody. Dr. Pierce ordered the horse destroyed. Seemed like a fair opening to go to him and ask why. What do you want from me? All the information you can give me about the accident. Now, no matter what you think of me or my methods, I'm the man assigned to this case. This report has to be complete before your claim can be paid. You always handle a case this way. Well, that's the way I'm handling this one. They don't know what they're doing, sending a man like you here. You filed a claim by wire. What did you expect? That fool, Moore, Monroe, filed the claim. I'd have waited until things around here calmed down a little. Is that why you fired him? That's one reason. Are you here to accuse me of something? Look, there's $55,000 at stake here. We'll pay it out when we're satisfied all the circumstances were proper and not before. I'm not afraid of you, Dollar, or your insurance company. I don't like your trooping around my office talking to my friends about me. No man would. If I don't get my information from you, I'll get it somewhere else. What I've seen of you so far and what information I have got hasn't been in your favor. I don't like that kind of talk. You don't seem to like anything about this. Now, how about it? Do we keep this up or do we get down to business? The trainer was bringing Red back from his exercise. Outside the stall, Red got scared. A mouse or something. He reared back into that blaze. Doc got here. He said Ridge didn't have a chance, so I shot him. That's all. It's it. What's his name? Jim Knight. Nice. He isn't around anymore. I fired him right in and there. Told him to get off my property. Who else was there? No one. The rest of them were up the house having dinner. Oh, fine. How about right afterwards? I just called out to see if we handled it. Then better if you'd left the remains for us to examine. Dollar, I got maybe 150 head on this farm. Now an accident's happened. If one of my stock is dead, I get rid of it as fast as I can. That's the way I operate. Why? Oh. Where can I get in touch with Jim Knight? Where did he go? I don't know. He took the things and he cleared out as fast as he could. He knew better than to hang around here. What do you mean by that? What I said, he knew better. That's what I mean. Did your daughter see any of this? <laughs> Lucy. You mean those crazy things she was saying when I walked into the room? And we the crazy circumstances, what she was saying might be worth listening to. true. I'd like to talk to her just the same. Abbott! Abbott! Justin yes, McCaldor, come. You can talk to anybody you like, Dollar. You've already got all the information you're going to get from me. Justin yes, McCaldor? Justin? Yes, Show him out. Uh, this way, sir. Never mind. I can find my own way. When I left Lloyd Caldor, I wasn't sure whether I'd talked to a sane man or not. Caldwell's belligerent attitude seemed to permeate the whole farm. The horse handlers I talked to were grumbling and complaining, and I was able to learn nothing from them except a Baltimore address for Jim Knight. However, I did talk to Lucy Caldwell again, down by the stables. i thought you left a long time ago. I wanted to talk to you before I did. What about, Mr. Ballard? Your business is with my dad, not
1: with
0: me. Well, pardon me if I seem to confuse you. Earlier today, you were very anxious to tell me something. Was I? Yes, you were. What is this, anyhow?
1: I wish we hadn't met at all.
0: But we did. And you said there was no need to destroy the horse after it had been injured. Did you mean the horse could have been saved? Did you have a reason for saying something like that?
1: I've I've just been very upset lately. All of us around here have.
0: Yeah, I'm getting that way myself.
1: That was the best horse we've had in a stable for five years. We've all been counting on him since he was a colt. Only oh, most stupid thing happened. It just turned all of
0: us upside down. Is that your explanation for the things you said to me?
1: Yes, for the moment. Please, don't ask me any more questions right now.
0: The Calgar's were turning out to be a dandy pair to deal with. Back in town, I checked on Calgoers' financial situation. It was good, as far as the local banks were concerned. Expense account item five, two dollars and twenty cents. telegram. one to Hartford requesting further information regarding Calgore's credit standing. The other to Baltimore, Maryland, addressed to Jim Knight. The next morning, I receive an answer to the latter. Johnny Dollar. Baltimore, Maryland. Calling Mr.
1: Dollar. Do you want to
0: hold on? Sure. Ready here
1: would you call the next Go ahead. Oh, dear.
0: Hello. Hello.
1: Hello. Is this Mr. Dollar, the man who sent the telegram?
0: Yes? Who's this? I'm Jimmy Knight's mother. The wire said
1: it was important for him to get in touch with you. I thought I'd better call and tell you where you could reach
0: him. Well, that's very kind.
1: Now, he's at the Caldor farm near Lexington. You can reach him there through Mr. Long's
0: Wait a minute. He left there three days ago, Mrs. Knight. Didn't he come home?
1: Why, no. Well, are you sure he isn't at the Caldor place?
0: I'm positive. Do you have any other ideas where he could be? No. but this doesn't sound like him, Mr.
1: Donald. He wouldn't just go off without letting me know
0: about it. Are you sure? Of course I'm sure
1: he's my son.
0: Welcome back of Yours Truly, Johnny Dollar. When I talked to Jim Knight's mother in Baltimore, the Calgar claim was just about at a draw. I had a strong suspicion that the death of the horse had not occurred as reported. On the other hand, I had found no apparent reason for Calgour to do away with an animal that was evidently more valuable than the insurance it carried. It came down again to searching for the only other witness, Jim Knight. I promised his mother I'd have him contact her if I found him anywhere around Lexington. But that didn't seem likely after re questioning several people at the Calgour farm. Now, this is where Mr. Knight stayed all the time he was here, Mr. Dollar. Uh-huh. You can see for yourself, it's all cleared out. Not a strip left. Did you happen to see him leave? No, sir. Right after the accident, he's gone. Just like that. I wonder if any of the others saw him. Well, we talked about that. Nobody saw him, though. Did he have a car? Nothing. Well, he got to have a suitcase or two. How do you suppose he got away from here, then? I had him again. I don't know. You could have lugged him out to the road and flagged yourself around or waited for the bus. Maybe someone drove him? Miss Lucy, might have said He drove Mr. Knight round there, I miss. That business you were telling me about before will have to be looked into, Lucy. Who is that? Because you intimated that your father and Dr. Pierce might be lying about the whole thing. You realize that if there's any truth to that, your father would be liable to criminal charges. I
1: know. I was just trying to put Dad in a bad light.
0: Well, he's not in a very good one right now. It
1: was just a spike in the spice and the thought too. Dad and I have been arguing for weeks now.
0: When I walked in the door yesterday, you saw a way to get back at him, isn't it? Something like that. Is uh, that Oklahoma Red up there?
1: Mm-hmm. I took a picture myself.
0: Well, I'm no horseman, but he looks like a lot of horse.
1: He was. You know that the worst broken-down plug who ever quit a drunk wagon has more dignity than any man who ever lived.
0: Well, that's one way of
1: looking at it. <laughs> What's the trouble between you and your father? A man named Jim Lott. He used to at a trainer.
0: Yeah, I heard. I
1: was going to ask you about him. Yes, I thought you Jim and I felt probably better before in Dad never lost that. Why? Well, I suppose because I'm already hard left. Mother and Bob, uh, he was my older brother. He was killed in an accident a few years ago. Dad had been looking for an excuse to get rid of Jim.
0: Your powder doesn't strike me as the kind of man who has to give an excuse to fire someone he didn't like. He
1: this is his What? Nothing. Jim was a good friend Very good with red. Much important. When the accident happened, I can imagine what Dad had to say to him when he fired him.
0: You know where I can find him now?
1: No. He didn't say a word to me when he left. That is Mr. Broughton.
0: Lucy, do you suppose your father will ever calm down enough so I can talk to him?
1: I don't know. The Congress have always been a terribly angry bunch of people, very emotional. There doesn't seem to be much of a let-up these days.
0: Is that what you meant when you asked me if I thought he was mad?
1: I suppose so. It's seems as if he's on a verge something lately, something dusty. His mood really frightens me sometimes, Lucy. You know, I was thinking. A couple of years ago, Daddy bought a new car. We were out driving one day, and something went wrong. When well, he was surrounded, he just a it into a cement wall and left it. Lucy,
0: Tell me about Jim Knight.
1: I was in love with him from the first day he came to work here. I still am. I thought it was a car.
0: Lucy Calgar again the following afternoon when I returned to talk with her father. He told me he was gone and wouldn't be back until evening. I spent some more time with the people on the farm, trying to find out anything that had helped, but nothing did. That night when I picked up my key at the hotel desk, there was a message to call Operator 18 in Hartford. It was Frank Ahern. Calgar's got a very good reading. We've done it, Frank, some money. Well, then that angle is practically out, Frank. There's just no reason for him to kill that animal that I can think of. How about the other? No one seems to know what happened to Jim Knight. This, as far as we go, John. Somehow I feel there's more to it. What it is, I don't know, Frank. The sweet thing. Well, how about going to the police and asking them to help you locate that? Something just occurred to me, Frank. What? Caldra hasn't threatened to go to the insurance commission or the sewer yet. Yeah, it is. If he's got a just plan. What are you now, Mr. Dolly? It's late. Hey. I just talked to my office in Hartford, Dr. Pierce. They aren't very happy with the way this case has been going. You guys so? They're about ready to close it and call me home. Oh, you mean they'll of the claims? No. I don't mean that at all. Hmm? What about this? I spent some time checking you out because you're one of the parties who can help settle this thing. We've been in practice around Lexington for 32 years. People think a lot of you. And they hate my word. Well, I you don't. Know. I can't. I'd hate to see a nice guy like you get the book. I think I can stop it. If you'll cooperate. The so, book? What do you mean? Forget I'm an insurance investigator. I'm just a guy giving you some information. When I said my adjustment company is ready to close the case, I mean that Calgary will have to sue for a settlement. In court, he'll have to produce Jim Knight and prove his story. With what we have so far, he'll lose the suit, and the insurance company will file charges against him for attempting to defraud. And they won't fool around. His not is tougher than an insurance company when somebody's trying to cheat him. And, uh, you'll have to be in court, too. You see what I mean? Yeah. Well, how about it? I've been here for 18 years. And he asked you to lie for him. That's understandable to me. But in a court, it's perjury. False testimony. What do you do to him? That's up to the company. I'll have to hear your part of the perjury. Oklahoma Homer lived every day at He wasn't going to Lloyd made him concentrate on it. Lloyd, just got him. Just got it. Why? Well, Red wasn't the horse Lloyd thought he was. Great confirmation that he just wouldn't own. Lloyd got the know what he's And like thought, read it? Yes. Lloyd probably didn't remember. They did I don't know. He's leaving his mind, Captain. I've heard that about him before. From who? Lucy? Yeah. You had a reason. I've got to say. I've known Paul and Bob. 18 years. Uh, Expect to count item six. Thirty-five cents. I lost it on a payphone trying to get in touch with Calgor. No one answered, so I drove out. Hey, in there. Open up. Open up. Open up,
1: somebody. Open up. Mr. Dollar, sir. Good evening.
0: Hello, Abbott. Can you hear me? Uh, Mr. Dollar, maybe this ain't such a good time to be coming around. Is Mr. Calgary back yet? Yes, he is, but. I'd like to see him. Uh, Mr. Dollar, please. I'll. right,
1: Abbott. You go on ahead. All right, Mr. Lee. Hello, Johnny. Brad's not in a very good mood.
0: Neither am I. Hey, you've been crying. What's this?
1: Oh, I just think he's over the good running there, there, now. I'm, I'm
0: Take your hands off her. What? I said take your hands off her I'll kill you. i kill you. i one man for that kind of thing. It.
1: Lucy. Lucy, baby. What? What? Everything. I'll get a doctor. No, I'm... Where'd he go? Oh, I don't know. What's that mean? Danny, did you hear him?
0: About killing someone else?
1: What's possible? Danny. What's the one of the...
0: local sheriff's office and then took a look around the ground. All the cars were still in the garages. Then I heard some sort of disturbance near the stables. Don't come any closer. I've got a shotgun here. i got a gun too. Go away from here. The police will be here any minute. This won't do you any good. Gow's off. you better if you're in the house ready to make a statement. Dr. Pierce told me he lied for you. You said you killed someone. Was it Jim Knight? I told you to go away from here. You'd better come out. I'm gonna pay the whole bunch of you. Don't do anything foolish. Do this way, Like so. Nice, both <laughs> Under the floor. All these things we we know about red. I know. Nice side discussions. That was crazy. I'm not Am I, Take it easy. I'm not crazy. I'm... Well, that's that. Expense account item seven. Thirty-seven dollars and a half. Miscellaneous. Item eight, same as one. Transportation back to Hartford. Expense account total, $286.45. Yours truly, Johnny Dollar.